So, recently, the Ministry of Health has mentioned that COVID-19 will be moving into the endemic phase in October. With one month to go, you might be wondering, what even is endemic? What life changed? What now? What pen? What end? Today, we look at the Rakyat's perspective of the endemic phase on today's episode of the Table Talk Podcast. Rupert! And welcome back. <laughs> that's that's uh, proof that my lungs are still working. Okay. Welcome crazy. back to the podcast, everybody. Yeah. Welcome back. I uh, hope you guys have been doing well. Uh, how how you guys been? Uh, uh, Jeremy, Mingyu, and our special guest. How you guys? I'm doing good. Wow. Woo! Amazing. The Whoa. energy is skyrocketing Je- today. <laughs> Je- Jeremy, uh, just just for everyone who you know. Uh, Jeremy's joining us for the first time. Yeah. Jeremy's our um, producer showrunner. Yeah. Um, and yesterday he did a subathon on Twitch. Freaking 12 hours. For 12? No, no, 13. I finished at 17 hours and Good 30 minutes. Lord he was online streaming for 17 hours and 30 minutes. That's, 17 that's hours. incredible. Guys, you got yeah. it. You got um, it. That was very fun. That was I, really a great experience. Wow. I, had, I had the most engaging um, activity yesterday. I had diarrhea. So that was just, I see. that was, <laughs> I was at the age of my I seat, man. Even was it 17 hours? Um, but <laughs> it wasn't 17 hours. But hey, enough about me. Today we've got oh, a special man. guest, a very good friend of ours. Oh. Um, as usual, who you, who you, what you do. What you do, sir? Hi guys, uh, Renyi here. I am the co-founder of My Burger Lab. Uh, I sound a little bit tired because I am tired. It's been, uh, wow. you know, a disease one year too long or one and a half years too long. So yeah. I'm, I'm very jaded. Yeah. But hey, we've got Renny in the house with us today. Oh, Don't you just um, love the is, conversations that start with I'm oh, so jaded. Oh, we've, we've, <laughs> we've known Renny for a while now and, and I think a lot of the times that we hang out together, the conversations that, that take place are are some of my favorite conversations because the, like, I guess maybe, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of similarities uh, between all of us, but maybe also what binds us together is that the that, that there's always another perspective that you can take in conversations, and and that's what I love about talking. Uh, when I talk to Renier and talk with Reni, um, there's always an element of fun of like you know how you're doing, what you're doing. That's the casual part of it, and then there's always this thing that he does which challenges you in a conversation, oh. uh, whether he realizes it or not. I feel like Reni does that um, in conversations, and I don't know. Maybe that's why oh. I feel I. I, I do enjoy talking to you, to Duran Yi. So, but anyway, we got him on today for today's podcast because uh, we're talking about something that's not the most interesting or fun. Right. Um, right. But more importantly, I think it's, it's, it's a matter of, and this is something that I think we talked about even putting together the episode. It, it's, not a, it's not a shift in, 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 in what ha- what's going on now. Like everything is still kind of the same. Things are opening right. up. I think the biggest shift here isn't so much the physical part, but maybe the mental part. Uh, moving into the next stage of coronies, right? So let's kick it off with. Uh, you have a question for 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 any man? Is this is it? Is this? Did we just ask um, him how he's doing. Let's just start with that. <laughs> I think I think first off, uh, <laughs> yeah, Rooney is always a challenger. You know, when he when he talks to us, when we have a conversation with him, most of the time he challenges my metabolism uh, from his food. Uh, but man, Rooney, why don't <laughs> why don't you set the stage? Why don't you share with us? how the pandemic has been for you as a person, as the leader of one of the craziest uh, local food brands. Uh, how, how has things been for you, man? Life, love, work, laid on the table. Oh. What's up? 
All right, all right, guys. Um, well, he, honestly, as I mentioned, I'm a little bit jaded uh, and tired. I think all of us are. It's been one year and a half uh, since the pandemic started. And uh, we're about, I think, 100 days to the end of 2021. And would you believe it, right? Time just flies by. Uh, so on a personal level, I think I've definitely grown a lot, uh, you know, um, trying to, to be more compassionate to other people, to my team, to my uh, family, uh, to strangers, in fact. Um, on a business sense, I, I, I don't want to touch too much about it because, you know, people hear too much about Burger Lab anyway. Overall, we're doing okay. We're breaking even. On some good months, we, we make a little bit of money. We've, we've uh, remodeled the business. Uh, so mm. that's good, right? And I think even you guys, right, for your, your, your business, you have remodeled it. And all of us are entrepreneurs have to make those shifts here and there. Mm. Uh, if we are here standing today, I think we have found a way to kind of live with it to some extent. The question is, for how long more and what does the future hold? Uh, yeah, so let's, I mean, on a personal level, love life wise, uh, I just moved in with my girlfriend. I was just telling you guys, uh, hey. you know, a lovely gal. And, and uh, I think we, we spent a lot of time together during uh, the pandemic and we were forced to, to some extent, ex accelerate our relationship. Mm. Uh, and to the point where one and a half years later, we just moved in about a month ago. Everything is going great. And I can't, you know, ask for a better companion uh, in this in this part of the journey. Oh man! Uh, apart from that, sweet only, just sweet Other than that, I think, yeah. As as a citizen of Malaysia, I'm I'm still very confused on what's going on, yep. uh, what to expect. Uh, but you know, you live life day by day. That's mm. true. Um, I mm. I mean, again, bef instead of touching the. Politics, you know, Jeremy always warns us at the start of the podcast. <laughs> uh, boys, don't nah, don't nah. I know there's a lot to pick apart and, and rip, but but we try not to. Megan, yeah. I like that you post the question, what the smack and endemic is. It sounds I mean, like, you know, Pokemon, uh, the pandemic evolves with the Firestone to become endemic. I mean, <laughs> what is an, an endemic, Megan? The best, the best picture we got is uh, Rooney's love life situation. His relationship with his girlfriend was a pan relationship. Now it's an N relationship. It went from the pan to the endemic situation. Endemic, pandemic. We've always had yep. the COVID as a pandemic. Pandemic was this foreign new thing that is attacking our livelihoods. The endemic, okay. the dictionary defines the endemic as a disease that is commonly found among people. Good Lord. The common cold. Like, now we can just yep. call it the common COVID. Okay. Wow, so wait, so so it's like uh, you make it casual, yeah, It's like it's hey, bro, you got, now. Uh, I I I'm gonna be running late. I've got a cold this morning. It's gonna be I'm gonna be running late. I, I, I got, got COVID. COVID this morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds so weird. It just it sounds weird, yeah, right? It's just like you got you made friends with the guy. Hey, uh, here's my friend COVID. He used to try to kill all of us, but now we're cool because like we That's got things crazy. under control. Yeah, yeah. So endemic okay. in Malaysia, common the, endemics are like dengue fever, la, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, malaria. So, so dengue uh, I remember when dengue was like <laughs> yeah, no. I remember when dengue was a hot topic, right? When yeah. dengue was like killing people. It still does. I yeah. mean It still does, yeah. Pe people still die from dengue, but but now yeah. it's gonna be like, hey bro, how wh why why you why you didn't reply my email two weeks? Oh, bro, I had COVID. COVID. Yeah, my um, smell, uh, my I'm taste. Okay oh, God. Can you imagine? Haley's going to grow up like, oh, it's just COVID. I got my shots. It's nothing. And I'm like, no, freaking people died. People died. A whole generation died. people died. It's you quite know? nuts, eh? Yeah, I mean, but if in, in context, you think about it, diarrhea used to kill people, but now Mingyu has it on the fly. Uh, <laughs> so like, it, it's all in context of how, you know, humans and medicine have progressed, right? And yeah. we are heading into this acceptance of, okay, I... Uh, COVID's not going anywhere because obviously we failed to freaking deal with it. 
Now yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to live with it. Okay, um, so here, here's here's a quick quick question for all of us. Maybe we start with Renyi, right? What is go. the most de- what's the most serious or critical illness that you've had in your lifespan? Dude, you just jinxed me. Oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> shit, sorry. Well, the thing is, I've <laughs> had none. I've had none. Uh, like, do you go to hospital because you broke your leg or you know, mm-hmm. appendix or something? No, nothing, no, uh, absolutely nothing. The worst thing that I've oh. ever experienced is diarrhea. Like the worst diarrhea I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Okay. And I felt you, like I was dying. When you say <laughs> that right, I feel like you're trying to compete with me. So let's hear a bit about your diarrhea, Renji. How bad was bad okay, that you would say is like this serious? Real. Yeah, I don't believe you. So, so let's hear it. Okay. Okay. So I just had a thousand dollar meal uh, and they served wine. Okay. And I didn't know I was allergic to wine. And I, I, it was something Ooh. that developed recently. Oh. So imagine having a thousand ringgit worth of a very nice meal. By the end of the night, you had to rush to the toilet. Within two hours of the dinner, a thousand dollar out. To take it's a thousand dollar <laughs> shit, literally, right? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. And this, so, sorry, you say this is something that recently developed? Like, yeah, over um, the last one year. Oh yeah. my goodness, wow. It's okay, yeah, so, it's okay. I, I'll, I'll leave it at a, like, I think a series of a seven over sorry, 10. Uh, seven yeah, over 10. I wouldn't even say that series. It's just it's like, okay. oh, you know, something no, but, but I was, I felt like I was dying and the restaurant okay. was in KL. I had to drive all the way back to PJ. With oh, like, you're the kind of person who cannot take a shit and like, Different toilet, honestly. No, I can't, I can't. Oh, okay, okay. So, my diarrhea is I stopped an entire bus with my anus <laughs> level. Okay, bro. Like, I was, like, this is like maybe back in 2010, yeah. uh, 2010. Like, uh, a bunch of friends and I, we wanted to go up to Cameron Highlands, you know, a bro trip hangout, right? And that, and I do, I usually don't eat breakfast in the morning. That morning, my friends were like, let's go eat the, at the Mamak uh, next to the Pudu bus station because they've got really good, like, uh, roti, roti in the morning. I was like, let's do it. Lah. So everyone ordered the roti, chanai, roti telur. Then went, I was like, um, I don't know what to order. Then the abang said to me, hey, you mau mutabak kambing. Lah. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Right? So morning. I had mutabak kambing. It was so freaking good. But I think maybe it was good like two days before when they made it. <laughs> la. On the bus, right? I started to have cold sweat. I thought I was going to die. Oh. And, and I swear I saw Jesus, you know, just like just in front of me. <laughs> Long story short, we made the entire bus stop, right? And, and the craziest part was the bus driver was telling me that, oh, we just passed like the last rest station. The next two are under construction. That's like, that's, that's a lie. You, how can the next two be under construction? <laughs> so ends up we finally we, we went to the one that was under construction the toilet was still functioning obviously so I just rushed in and, and, and I rushed in I saw the kakaks they just cleaned the toilet it, was, it smelled so clean oh right? no I wow. freaking nagasaki the toilet <laughs> and when I came out right I just said sorry to the kakak bro the clearance right you know sometimes you know you have some air right? when you pull your pants down right you know when it just passes, passes your, your butt anus. crack, right? Yeah. Then you're like, okay, safe, right? <laughs> yep. Dude, done. my one, I swear, if, if I if I delayed a bit, uh, I would have shat my pants. Today. Like, that was, that was the level of my diarrhea. So, I think that was, that, that's a pandemic. I cannot live with that. Look, like, you can I, win this I one. Well, you see, people die because one. of diarrhea, yes. right? People died because of diarrhea. Yeah. Last time, it's like, I got a diarrhea, I'm dead. Get, get yeah. my coffee ready. I'm going to take a shit to, into oblivion, you know? I mean, we've, maybe the case to make that Vaccination rates as as bad as Malaysia is, right? Yeah. From like the the the, the forefront of like top three countries handling COVID. Like honestly, mm. we, were, we were so damn proud, man. Look at this now, you know how far we've fallen, how far the high have fallen, right? Um, but 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 we do have one of the highest vaccination rates globally. Um, I mean, with right now, I think fifty five percent of the population completely vaccinated. 
uh, based on COVID now, right? By October, they are expecting 75%. Herd immunity should be something that we are working towards. Yeah. Um, Rani, like you have been someone who's also, and I, I love that you're on the podcast, right? Um, you've been advocating getting vaccine, not just to young people, right? Mm. But to these uncle and aunties who are around your neighborhood, around you, who come to the food bank as well. Um, what was that like? And was there like resistance from, 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 this, from these people? I don't think resistance is the right word. I think it's fear, right? A lot of them hear all these uh, WhatsApp stories and, and their friends telling them, hey, I know this guy, I know this person who got a jab and died immediately. Um, and at the end of the day, they, they just needed someone to show them, hey, look, I got the jab, I have no problem. Yeah. Um, and to explain to them that some of the stories that are out there either debunk it or they didn't die of COVID. COVID because, um, th- now this is part of this is to blame with the media. They, they, they love sensational news, right? Nurse yeah. who got jabbed died 24 hours later, but she died because she got hit by a car. It's nothing to do with the vaccine, yeah, right? 100% have to do with it. You know, you get COVID, yeah. you, you attract cars you, in the road, basically. Oh, Jeffy, what a culture, man. I love it. Wow, so, wow, you become Magneto once you get the, the jab. Crazy. Yeah, you attract yeah, some people are more drivers. powerful than others. Yeah. <laughs> because I think, I think people, uh, I mean, everyone's in type. Uh, it's going to be a bit funny, la, but there are very extreme people who don't believe in the vaccination. But the truth of the matter mm-hmm. is, everyone's entitled to their own beliefs, 100%. But you're not entitled to your own facts. And I think that's, that needs to be understood. You know, uh, The vaccinations help. They might not, again... I think everyone's expectation was the vaccination going to get rid of COVID for, for real, right? Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, man. It's like diarrhea, man. It's going to be here to stay. You're going to get COVID over dinner kind of thing. But at least if you have the vaccination, you immediately lower your risk of dying. You lower yep. your risk of hospitalization. And yes, yes. as a result, you lower the strain on our poor frontliners who have been working yeah. for one and a half years uh, and they can take a break. So there's yep. a lot of good uh, there's a, a lot of good effects already like uh the the hospitalization the hospitalization rate is is uh, dropping you know there mm-hmm. are bids again and uh, I think in general even if vaccinated people get covid the symptoms are not as it's not like that severe level yeah, yeah. Not as severe to be honest That's good, man. we I am I got to say like, we really dropped the ball as Malaysia they're going to be honest right in terms of covid but oh, really? uh, whatever whoever's getting their shit together really getting their shit together they're going to all the different diaries and scooping it up into one box again and you're like you know what we got it together this time guys from your perspective right do you think life is going to change at living with covid what like 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 just personally right i'm going to be honest with y'all the most recent announcement right cinemas can open right i'm gonna be honest with you guys i don't feel safe i really want to go out again i do not want to sit in a room with other strangers locked in for three hours it's so interesting that you brought that up Minghan, because yeah. i i was just like someone from a major um major studio mm. uh, company just messaged me and be like hey would you be keen to come and watch a movie the premiere I was like, right mm, mm. yeah I was like mm, I'll think about it then they said just, just to check do you think Ming Han would be keen I was yeah. like mm, knowing Ming Han probably not because yeah. he's got a baby so maybe he won't yeah but that's so, a like, good that's a good uh, litmus paper question that, uh, yeah, test right is. to ask Je- Jeremy and Reni like w- what are your conf- comfort levels on, on, on that before we even talk about like dining in and stuff yeah. right because you know Reni's from that world but let's talk about <laughs> cinemas like yeah. social activities Jeremy yeah. would you go and watch a movie tonight yes I will Jeremy oh, you have to the wall 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 wall. what's wrong with okay. you <laughs> No, you no, no. seem dancing okay, like okay, Snyder. He's listen. out for it, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, yes. Jeremy, let's hear it. Why, why, so, why? So, A, yeah. now, 
My whole family's yes. back surgery. Okay, safe. That's a great step. So just yesterday, my sister just got her Good. first oh. dose. So in a in in a bit of time, I'll be I I will be like okay. Because that's honestly yeah, the yeah. major in a concern. Bit of time, she was it was my sister. She she was the one who's not yeah, invested yeah. in the whole house. Mm. So I was like, that's a risk. I I uh, <laughs> uh, you know. But now she got like her first dose of Sinovac. So I think like another fourteen days or something she'll be having a second dose. And then okay. tada, the whole house is. Okay, so I am now more uh, comfortable going out in public, and I think. Honestly, to be honest, I really miss the experience. Yeah, you can say watch on Disney Plus or whatever, yeah. Netflix or whatever. But to be honest, hey, sponsor I feel Disney. Bad if you guys want to hit us up, <laughs> let us know. You got our numbers, cool. Agents, <laughs> we want to be I in do. the Shang movies. <laughs> okay, anyway, uh, but I do want to support a the the yeah. cinemas. Like you can see, like they, I'm pretty sure they're suffering. Mm. Like if think of it, if think of yourself not having a job for like. Two years, uh. they I, I don't, don't know. have a job. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, they literally don't have a job. Yeah. No business at all. No money at all. Uh, and I think that's one thing I want to like yeah. do. It's, it's. I know it's. They're big. You can say yeah, they're a big business. They're not a small uh mom and shop yeah, business, yeah. right? But, but think yeah, about it. Still it's need still money. A lot. Oh, they still <laughs> make money, uh. Or not? Hey, you no for real, eh? I so, know one thing is my biggest regret, uh. MBO, eh. MBO, like rip, rip MBO. Oh. And shout out to if you guys yeah. are ever listening. I really, really felt like MBO was. Hey, the but GSC bought over, right? But GSC, no, but MBO though, you know. Yeah, by MBO though. Okay. Uh, well, Renyi. But yeah, that's mm. yeah. Would you would you run off tonight? If, if I bought you tickets tonight for like, you know, uh, Black Widow or something, would you go and watch? Well, I was about to say, you know, the premiere that you rejected, you can pass it over. <laughs> oh, I'll take okay. it. Oh. I'll take it. Oh, so so, so you, you're, you're good to go. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, I am proud to say that I have been COVID free uh, since the start. Again, mm. hopefully that's not jinxing myself. Mm. Uh, and I've been quite out of there. Mm. Uh, obviously, following SOP, I've been meeting people. I have my mask on. I've, as you know, I've fetched random strangers to go to the vaccination center yeah. with my own class. What a, what a boy. Um, and the reason why I do it is not because I'm, not, I'm balls to the walls, but it's the fact that I understand the science. Only right? balls to the sure. wall people say that, Renny. <laughs> <laughs> only, only balls to the wall people say that. But yeah, yeah, you have been going out there. You got a food bank. You've been doing work. You know, yeah. it's, it's because you have to, or not because you want to go and... Calif, you know, Philly Fala everywhere. Okay, guys, he, he's there to, to work. Okay. Well, I don't have to do the food bank, but it's something that I want to. Yes, true. I, I, I do know that there is a risk. Uh, mm. However, you know, uh, constantly sanitizing, having a, a spray with me all the time. So even yeah. the uncles and the aunties that I sent to the vaccination center, I spray them first. I love it. I spray the seat, make sure I protect them. I make them wear gloves. I make them wear fresh, uh, fresh masks. Good, right. Good, good. Uh, and then when they are, after they, they are done with their jab, they come back. Again, one round of spraying, and everyone is compliant, no problem. I right? love it. And um, I always drive to the nearest uh, vaccination center, mm. so the car window is always down, and it's always in the morning, so it's not too hot. Good job. So all these considerations are, are, are there. And so far, oh, I've been managed to dodge it. Obviously, my girlfriend was a bit con concerned, and yes, she, yes. she said, hey, look, you know, you really want to be doing this? And I'm like, as far as I understand, if you do this right, um, yeah. the risk is really really low so the, real so, yeah. so the other thing is I don't live with my parents I don't have any young children yeah. so I, I can afford uh, to take the risk obviously right. it's not for everyone yeah. right? Uh, mm -hmm. and yep. at the end of the day even when it becomes an endemic people still die from dengue right people still die yep. from uh, yep. you know any other uh, uh, diarrhea I'm quite sure people still die from it mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> honestly like when you shit your intestines out it's no joke it's it. <laughs> oh, no joke the point by the way some people it gets so bad right that yeah, okay, let's not kidding. go into that we'll do an episode Sorry, let's about not diarrhea one day yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about yeah. that we'll get yeah. really so, <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that um, there, there will be risk uh, and everyone just needs to you know know what the risk is and take mm. it accordingly if you know yeah. an area 
has uh, a lot of dengue mosquitoes and whatnot, you go in there, you know your risk, right? Or yeah. you mm-hmm. avoid it. So I think uh, at this point in time, in Selangor itself, okay, uh, with almost nine, actually almost a hundred and five percent. So obviously they have a database of who mm. they know needs to be vaccinated, and then more than that amount turn up. So there's hundred plus percent of people that has been vaccinated at least mm. uh, the first dose. So I think Selangor KL is fairly safe now. Mm. Let's not talk about that uh, Sungai Sungai what? Bro, uh, I was uh, just gonna bring Bisang. that up, but we'll say that for later. Yeah, yeah. Sungai yeah. Bisang. Okay, okay. Yeah, the Ooh. incident where you know there's no SOP followed, everyone is just yeah. jam packed, uh, mm. and they have. Oh yes. Mm. Yeah. So as long as SOP is followed, uh, and I think GSC or TGV or whoever else. They, they want their business to stay open and they yes. want to follow so they uh, will follow SOPs SOP they for will sure, yeah. follow SOP mm. and I, on a personal level don't give them you know uh, all the responsibility bring a can of uh, sanitizer before you sit on the, on the thing just do it yourself yeah. cu- cu- you know give yourself that layer of protection what's wrong with that have it have your mask on all the time and I'm quite yep. sure um, the cinemas they would have because us restaurants we need to have better ventilation they, I'm sure they have to install something that, that, oh, that yes. you know draws out uh, the stale air uh, and there's a way to measure it using uh, a CO2 meter um, just to measure the, the carbon dioxide level of, in of the that room, space. Yeah. yeah, so that means that there's a lot more people breathing in there. So as long as the level stays around four, five hundred, we're safe. Mm. So there's so many ways that you can protect yourself. And if you do that, then it's safe to go out. Uh, yeah. Then there are people who say, hey, I saw that restaurant is so packed and whatnot. Then you have a choice not to go to that restaurant. Correct, yeah, correct, You can yeah. still go dine out, choose and pick restaurants that, are, uh, that has really good SOP. One that I would highly recommend, Strangers at 47. They do a damn good job of it. Oh my goodness. I'm glad you brought it up because that's also one of my go-tos. Like, like I feel actually safe to bring Hayley there. Like, just just because we're... I think since the first MCO, I I was able to to visit them because, I mean, as much as we can, uh, we try to buy from all you guys, like, routinely, right? Like, just try to order as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, they like some people actually do a lot of SOPs, right? As you said, and like you said, like if you know how to deal with it, it's like it's like dengue lah. Like you know, got dengue outbreak there, not like you go and jog in the park and roller skate there, right? You will, you will, of course evade that place and like go somewhere else. But isn't that crazy? The thing we've had to change our perspective from this thing is gonna freaking kill me to be like, oh well, I guess this guy the next to me got COVID. Uh, I'm just gonna shrug it off and like uh, hopefully he goes to the to the yeah. hospital, right? That perspective, like. Because I've been reading up, I think we mentioned it before as well. Last time when it was the French, like the French flu, the French fly flu, <laughs> when it was Spanish. the, when it was the, the Spanish, Spanish French flu. Um, <laughs> it's the Spanish flu. We, yeah. The Spanish French. <laughs> There's no French. There's the, zero French. The in French fries, Spanish fly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people, what, what was very interesting was because I like to read the, the, the social reports around it, right? People didn't really get back into the normal practice of society for at least two years, you know, at least, at least two years. And they were talking about a global pandemic, right? And when, 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 when you mentioned about, wow, we got to have the spray ready, we got to have the mask ready, we got to sanitize ready. Hey, let's be honest. Lah. Even when it was a pandemic and we're not vaccinated, 
People don't even care about that. Got some people freaking wearing the mask correct. on their neck, bro. Correct, correct. Who got correct. gills? I want to understand. Oh. Like, you know, some people wear on the chin la, or the neck, la, dangle on the ear. I'm like, Astok God, no wonder la, natural selection happens. But, yeah. but, but you have to understand, yeah. at that time, why people behave that way yeah. is because death was not so close to home. That's also and true. That was, correct. Yeah. And I think a lot has developed since MCO1 and MCO2. Right. And right. I think people were more fearful, are more fearful, uh, I think past... February, March, when, you know, shit hits the fan, yeah. uh, pardon the pun. Um, and I think it's a progression. It's a progression. But to be honest, I'm also amazed at what modern mes- medicine has been able to do for us. Um, you know, in a short one year. To rush uh, a vaccine. To yeah. rush a vaccine out, yeah. to, to approve it. I know they, they did skip some steps because, you know. It was based on an urgency lah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And we can go out right now safely because of the vaccine. Uh, right. Although some people online are speaking as if there is no vaccine and they keep saying, hey, restaurants should continue to stay mm. shut down, uh, you know, don't open up the cinemas. Uh, these people probably have the benefit of working from home and yeah, still correct. receiving salary. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of people don't have that luxury. Yeah, people can't balance the that's economic the need, right? But, but, excuse me, but real deal, guys. What do you think, yeah? What do you think, yeah? Um, even without the vaccination, even without all this hope or like endemic or whatnot, Malaysians, you know, Malaysians are lax, right? We, 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 we try our best, you know, to, to just make do with whatever. And sometimes uh, some people don't even care. Do you yeah. think, right? Do you think when the government announces something like this is going to be normal, they announce stuff like the vaccinations actually help your safety, do you think people are all just going to be so comfortable again? Everyone's just going to take a shit on everything and basically just go out there, mass out, jogs all up again. What do you think the response is going to be? I mean, you. I, I, I think that it, you can already see it in this past month yeah. already. Like cars yeah. are filling up the road. Um, yeah. Yesterday was Malaysia Day. You know, it's a public holiday at the time of recording, right? Um, and 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 I went out for a grocery run, and I saw so many families out with kids, and that alarmed me a little bit because mm. I'm like, okay, I understand if you're like, you know, parents, you're vaccinated, but the kids, the kids don't have vac- vaccines yes. yet, right? Um, and and also, <sighs> I think like like what Reni mentioned just now was it Sungai Pisang, right? Was yeah, what's was, this Sungai Pisang was, thing? Basically, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but you didn't see. I, I don't know how you missed this, Mingan, but it was all over social media, right? That that it was on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, every freaking like piece of platform, right? Is it the um, auntie whacking the pole and asking people? No, like, no, 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 no. I show you. I send you now. Oh, I send how you do you? Okay. This, I'm surprised. So basically, what it was was over this past weekend, uh, when after they announced that things can start to open up, families upon families oh, upon oh, families. Oh, they all went to the waterfall. Was seen at this Sungai Pisang, where literally they would they would dip their pisangs in the Sungai, <laughs> and, and and I think what's crazy about that was that there oh, there were there were yeah, people yeah, who yeah. were trying to like justify the situation. They're like, oh, even though people are all coming out, people are still observing like SOPs, distancing themselves from other families. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get some of that, but. Let's let's be real, lah, huh? You're in the water. That shit is going in your mouth. Don't even talk about the <laughs> pandemic. Like people's urine and shit, Chubisan. Oh, is oh, 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 play water. Huh? Splash me, splash me. You know. I'm done. That I'm was so done. like that was the first thing in my mind. I'm like, That's this how you is probably, diarrhea. Yes. Yeah, correct, bro. I can promise you, a lot of people had diarrhea after that day. <laughs> And, and then there and was then, then, then someone took the after photos of the aftermath and the trash yes, everywhere. Oh, yes, the trash yeah, everywhere. Yeah. You know why? Angry. You yeah. know what? After I saw that, I was like, we deserve COVID. We, we deserve, deserve it. COVID. Seriously. God damn it. Honestly. If, if, if we treat the world like this, 
if we treat nature like this, no wonder nature is like we're gonna throw a big yeah. one at them guys. Nature's like, hey, I'm coming for you. But but no, so I think to answer the question that you posed, right? I think like, there's a couple of factors, right? There's 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 on one side there is there there's the economy that needs to to open up again. Like I think Rani can speak a bit more about this, uh, about the F&B industry and just like general how people are eating, right? Um, at home and now hopefully moving back into to restaurants. But then there's the social economy side of it, which is the cinema, you know, it, it's the, can you, fun- can you survive without this, right? Um, and then there's like, you know, things like this, going to the park, picnics, dipping your, your bananas in, in the river, right? Like, how do you actually, how do you deal with stuff like that? Because, Yes, it's great to start living, you know, with the with the disease, but this is on a level that is almost stupid, lah. I would say. But what, you guys have to understand that um, it is only temporary. I mean, yeah. we we hear the the term revenge spending, revenge holiday, revenge everything, revenge. right? Um, in, in, in the last one like, year, and no, no, yeah, it's correct. The thing right, is, yeah. everyone feels they are special. And the moment the barriers are lifted, everyone mm. wants to go out. Mm, and I don't yeah. blame them. Honestly, at this point in time, I don't blame anyone. Yeah, Again, yeah, better right. choices, right? If you see that Sungai Pisang has a lot of pisang, mm. then you go to Sungai Papaya or it something like that. Go somewhere right? with less pisang, right? Yeah, yeah I'm not going to exactly. double dip my own pisang in all the pisang sauce, Bro, man. Please, man. It's like pisang Shucks. broth, man. Shit. Shit. I mean, even if it wasn't COVID, I don't know, I won't be jumping in there. Just be honest, Dick okay? Out, man. Dick my soap, I'm out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Anyway. Sorry, anyway, sorry. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But this is, point, new, really? this is the new norm, right? This is the new norm. Um, personal life, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I personally would say people with families, people with elderly parents are definitely in a different risk class, okay? Like, I, oh, yeah, I, I, I know I would, I would, I mean, our work is, our work revolves about, about around being social sometimes, right? Our work revolves around people. Like, our work revolves go around going out and making things happen, Right? But do I risk it and potentially bring home a new set of germs to my two-year-old kid who has no vaccination every day? I'll be very honest with you. I have no idea. Not until I know that there's a vaccine for her. Because I've been hearing, I mean, even though I'm not a WhatsApp auntie or WhatsApp uncle, the stories are still scary. There's a new thing also going around talking about like kids losing their abilities in their legs when it comes to like the new strain. And I'm like, yo, that's not COVID, yo. What's that? And I'm like, no, people like the kids. Whoa, that's next level. The, the kids, the legs are just like giving up and like they can't walk. And I'm like, is this real or what? I, I, I don't know. I didn't go look at it because it sounded bogus, <laughs> but it, it's going to be at the back of my head. Like, yeah, like yeah. Haley loves jumping. And one day in my head, like she's like, papa, Papa, my legs. No, oh, I can't. No. I can't think about that. You know, that's I'm, mad, dude. I'm not no, 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 freaking out. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. But Minghan, so, like, here's what? the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that. I, I and I said from from your point of view as a parent, as a father. Yeah. You know the fear of of um, your responsibility over your child to take care of her so that you know she grows healthy and whatnot. But it is stories like that that stops you from to some extent living or, and stops Haley from living now yeah. hear, hear me out uh, I, I've spoken to a few doctor friends and I taught, I asked them about their opinion on getting uh, whether yeah. the teenagers uh, jabbed or, or even the youngest uh, the young the young the, the young yes. kids jabbed right yeah. um, and honestly most of the doctor's advice is you don't have to because statistics has shown that um, even if they get COVID the, the severity is not that they, they just don't get as the intensity, as Ill. yeah, yes, yeah. Oh. Um, and right now because there's not been enough uh, 
uh, valid data to say whether there is a long-term uh, effect on children or not. Yeah. So their advice is, why not wait it out a little bit yeah, more? No, 100%. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. off that myself. Like, I, I'm not in a rush. I'm really not in a rush. Uh, we're doing all that we can to make sure Haley lives her full life, right? Uh, but I'm not going to lie. As much as I don't believe the Papa, my legs not work stories, of course yeah. it's a bit like, yo! That's okay. crazy. Like no, no, up, for real, crazy, for real. Right? I, I heard some mad stories because you know, like, parents are very paranoid, right? A lot of parents are very paranoid. And it doesn't help that some of the parents have even more paranoid parents, right? So I, I'm just going to say that, yeah, I, I, I do think that personal lives, personalized 100% is going to be affected still. Uh, but let's move on. Let's move on to business and work. So obviously, if you guys know Renyi, Renyi runs Burger Lab. Uh, Mingyu and I and Jeremy are all in a studio team. Both these industries have honestly taken the hardest beating like to date, right? Uh, the F&B industry, obviously, the SOPs are, you know, anyone's guess. Lah. They said something, then people come to your store, don't know any SOP and follow their own feeling. And the production industry, what is SOP actually? SOP is just an option for the production industry at this point. You know, no one's taking it seriously. Do you think businesses and careers are going to have a positive effect from this in terms of like hygiene and, and you know, conditioning how we fit uh, people into the shop and stuff. Like yeah. what, what do you guys think? What do you think work is going to be like? Especially I mean, uh, for those who now realize that I can work from home and it's yeah. just as productive. Yeah. yeah. Like in, inshallah, like these things, like it, it really <laughs> helps open up, right? Just the entire economy. I think we should answer first before Rani answers because Rani's yeah. answer is probably going to be uh, the thought. most yeah. like like take your time answering it because I, I feel that our listeners would benefit a lot understanding what it takes see, on your end I can see like Rene turning red the he's getting ready. ready for them he's getting ready yeah. <laughs> yeah. but also for them to do their part okay, so, for, so for us I think blank slate right we, we, we do a lot of production work we do a lot of like you know um, marketing and on, on ground stuff um, in, in, in the past year this past year even a lot of our work has had to be done from home so like me i said you know realizing that a lot of work that you do can be done from home that's great but there are still lots of shoots that that is difficult to do from home right when you do that of course you know the um, we've we've had the we've had great clients and partners mm -hmm. who understand that you can only do whatever you can from home right so so what what's that what that has meant for me is that um i've had to take a bunch of equipment from the studio like lights and C stands and tripods and set them up, set them up in my guest room. And so mm. that my guest room is now a studio mm. to take pictures and stuff in, right? And so that that's like the nature of what we can do. Of course, you know, when it comes to bigger, bigger scale videos and stuff like that, um, it, it's difficult. And and of course, you know, you can't do that um during the 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 whole lockdown situation. But now with things opening up, there is very frustrating SOPs in place, but I guess they're in place to ensure your safety, right? Um, and, and even for that so this like we've had to had a conversation this past week about saying no to doing a bunch of projects uh, that mm -hmm. would require us to kind of like move, move uh, out and about and, 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 and get permission to shoot because it's still a bit difficult for a lot of talents and, and brands so on our side we are doing what we can and we are still figuring out how much of this sort of like new SOPs um, makes sense for people to come up because people are still feeling a bit antsy and that's fine right because if, 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 you, if you don't feel safe there's nothing I can do to force you to, to come out. So that's fine. Now, let's pass the ball over to Renier, right? Oh, Who here we is go, boys. doing his best. Like, you guys have been doing so much to prepare. I mean, you talked about Stranger 47, but but I mean, maybe for Burger Lab and yourself as a business owner, what 
have you guys done to get ready, I guess, to have people come in again? And what can people do to help you help them? Well, this is a really tricky topic, uh, but let me put out some disclaimer first. All right. I don't think F&B is the worst hit uh, industry. We do make a lot of noise, mm. uh, that's for sure. Uh, I think that's because, you know, every corner you turn, there is a restaurant. I think we are the biggest industry out there. Small scale, sorry, small individual owners industry out there. Um, however, my heart really goes out to, you know, industry like you guys, where when there's a shutdown, you absolutely cannot work. Yeah. Although mm -hmm. I suspect that some people still do, uh, and they just get, get away with, this ad was shot before uh, COVID yeah, times. Yeah, let's or, be honest. <laughs> yeah, you know... Oh boy. Yeah, I'm not going to say much about that. I don't get burned, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but that being said, so we've been allowed uh, to operate, uh, mm. although there's no uh, dine-in, and we, we make noise about it. And I've been called out recently to say, hey, Burger Lab, uh, during the lockdown, when you guys uh, had no dine-in, you kept saying, hey, look, we want dine-in. Okay? Now that dine-in is available, how come you guys are not open for dine-in yet? Uh, now, there's a lot of things to decide yeah. uh, and, and to, you know, uh, ponder over before we, we, we operate. Uh, number one is the SOP. Number yeah. two is, will there be a government change? At this point in time, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. But when Muhyiddin was stepping down and he rolled out a bunch of SOP, uh, and at the time, we don't know who else was going to come in. So those were things that were uncertainty. And we just had to, you know what, lay yeah. low and, and figure out yeah. uh, how to prepare for dining. Now, to this day, Burger Lab is not open uh, for dining yet, simply because we're understaffed. Uh, we have quite a lot of people who still want to do takeaway and delivery. And if I open for dine-in, I practically need uh, I practically need another team to take yes. care of the customer. Otherwise, they're distracted. Yep. Yep. So that being said, uh, that's our problem at the moment. Um, I, I think if we want to talk about you know other industries as a whole or, or you know the economy as a whole, um, things need to open up. They need to open up. Proper SOP needs to be clear. I, but I think it's good that the new government is addressing it. Uh, I think yesterday I saw uh, a, a new article that says that um, there is a 110 SOPs out there right now and they want to shrink it down to 10. Yep. Now again, will that work? I think 10 is a little bit too little, but mm. we all have our own opinion. Uh, but if there is better guideline, there is better SOPs, mm. we can fall in line. Because it's not the SOP that's the problem. For us business owner, we fear the enforcement. When you have SOPs that can be interpreted in you know, 10,000 ways and you have enforcers coming down, the police coming down, hey, you cannot do this, you cannot do this, I'm going to fine you 5,000 ringgit, 10,000 ringgit, 15,000 yeah, ringgit. Yeah. When it's already hard to make money, that's where a lot of the stress comes, comes in. So yeah. a lot of business owners prefer to, you know what, just keep on the lay low and, and you know, yeah. break even and that's fine. And then ride this out until things smoothen. And I think that's what it takes. I think we live in a world where we are so, um, how to say, we want instant gratification to the point mm. where in a time of, uh, of, of a pandemic or even endemic, we want results fast. Hey, tell us the SOP now so that we can behave yeah, yeah. accordingly. I think mm. it, it takes time. Uh, yeah. It's just that unfortunately, uh, we live in a time where um, the governance is questionable to yes. some extent. Yes. I'll, I'll leave it at that, right? Uh, and that's why, so good. <laughs> and that's why uh, for business owners, I think everyone wants to get out there and work, put people back to work. Uh, it's just one step at a time. Now, as for work from home, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Not because my team doesn't do well working from home, but I've had new hires and high level management new hires that has been with us for at least two, three months that have not met the rest of the team. Yeah, How yeah. do you run a business like that? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so we need to get 
the people together uh, maybe you know three to four times three three two to three times a week and, and have proper meetings but right now I'm not sure what the SOP is in terms of uh, coming back to the office I don't think that's yep that's a hard and fast rule at the moment um, so we're avoiding that as much as we can and I also heard that there is a mandatory uh, once a week uh, swap test that needs to be yep. done as well and that costs money even though if it's only 19 ringgit it still, still costs money, money. yeah yeah uh, so Oof. again all this consideration is what is stopping us from really opening up fully yeah um, yeah that's my two cents on this and okay wait, I have a quick question to ask all of you because I'm coming in as an employee yeah. right all, all three of you are managerial okay. positions I would say who, who, who you know manage a company so my question is what do you think of a for example having a, a mentality okay so you you uh, you mentioned just now that uh you know work from home might be a great option it can it, it can work or minghan as well said mm. that as well but but some people can be very productive oh yeah but then you have Rennie here who says that you know uh people really cannot take uh, he doesn't like work from home yeah. he hates yeah. it because you know cannot meet the rest of the team so do you think that in the future i'm pretty sure there is i'm not, i'm not surprised but in the future a balance of maybe like four days work from home and then like uh, two days, three days work from home and then two days, uh, you know, in mm-hmm. the office. What do you think that that kind of like style would be like in the future? If, if that might be a thing. It depends it, on the like, industry, right? It, I mean, you? technically, Sorry. if you're a pilot, you can't work from home. La. Just, just say that, right? <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, I don't think I feel comfortable with a pilot remote, remote controlling his, his plane, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, but you're right. It depends on your industry. It depends on your role, very specifically your role. And depends on what you you are required to do, most, your expectations of your role most of the time, right? Um, I do think that I've, I've found a very new appreciation because even before this, uh, Brian, Mingyu and myself, we were messing around with like, hey, why don't we change to four work days, you know, three weekend days. Which we did or, try which for, we did try a, for a while, you know. Yeah. Um, but we we ran into some bumps here because you know of course everyone's very very used to a five day uh, work day right, but I do I have found different productivity levels during the MCO for different things. Like I do think managerial positions require you to be in person. Like I think for on like meetings person to person you need to be there. Like to run teams and to check up on things the easiest way is in person. But if I'm switching mm-hmm. back to my creative role, I want to be alone. Like my creative role has been the absolute trash role because of managerial stuff. Because when you need to talk to people and people need to talk to you, there's a constant logistics that need to be upkept, right? Right. There's a constant dynamic that needs to be fed into managing different projects. But if I was home alone and I have quadrant of the day to work by myself, that's when I'm the most productive in terms of like thinking about new ideas, about creating stuff. That undisturbed alone time is a very different kind of space, which I definitely, I mean, I have dropped like messages to Mingyu and Brian about it that, hey, this kind of works, you know, I don't know why it works. And then I remember that last time when we were like a team of five, that's when it worked because we didn't have that many people to attend to and we were just quiet together for like nine hours in a row, right? So I, I do think it's very heavily reliant on number one, your role and your industry. But unfortunately, I also think it, require, it will be dependent on the company that you're in and their culture. So a lot of traditional mm-hmm. companies, they don't care, man. You clock in, you come in nine to six. I want to see your face. And the, 
I'm yeah. recording. Oh, <laughs> eh, oh, sorry. Copy poke in the Jeremy's room. Uh, I'm recording. <laughs> sorry, I, I love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it depends lah on your company culture. If you're in a traditional company and they require you to clock in, well, too bad for you. And that's what I think. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Ah, uh. you? Hey. Wait, man. Hey, oh. Uh, I, I I thought I already talked about uh, my my opinion on that. Uh, honestly, it depends on on the individual company. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I do want to give my team the option to work from home, although I'm really not sure how to go about that. Why I like uh, about meeting them face to face, actually, it's the camaraderie. Going to lunch together. Yes. I know that's going to be difficult moving forward, right? Uh, or in this current mm-hmm. time, uh, or just you know having our morning meetings. And sometimes I just need things done. I can I can be like, hey, you and you come in. Uh, I need to talk to this two person to to coordinate certain things. Rather than hey guys, you ready for a Zoom call? Uh, and you know it's it's like a twenty minutes thing before we we actually hop on a call. Um, so I I I personally don't like that. Uh, do we are we a creative company? Uh, for the most part, no. I mean, we sell burgers. Uh, so there's not a lot of creative thinking, and I think what can be done despite uh, being in the office. Uh, however, I don't like the fact that there is all these articles out there uh, trying to promote uh, that working from home is the next new new norm. Uh, norm because I really don't think they should be encouraging it. Uh, for the companies that have tried it, that works for them, please go ahead. Yeah. But they shouldn't say, "Hey, look, this is expected," because. The some of the stuff they don't know, they don't understand, and all they say is, "Hey, how come these companies can do it and and, and you can't?" Mm, right? Yeah. Not that my staff have done that, but I'm just afraid that um, people trying to apply it without context uh, would end up, you know, jeopardizing um, the flow of the business or how, or yep, how yep. things are run. Yep. yep. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think for me, so so. In 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 our team, I handle um, the people people. Right, I handle the um the 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 account leaders, the project managers, the campaign heads, um, and all these people require touching, uh, require other people to touch base with, um, and 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 I guess what what I what what I've noticed is that yes, it's great being online. You can drag people here and there, but I also make it. I make it a thing that people have to be online. Like I need to see your face, like in that Discord channel. If not, how mm. am I going to get you right? Like, and 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 that was like like Renee said, that was the easy thing about being in the physical space together. That I know that that Jeremy and and okay. and yeah. Sophia and Desmond, like you guys just finished lunch, you're chilling. Let's jump in for a quick three minute briefing before before the next call, right? Then if 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 everyone's working like in silos individually at home, and I, and I don't have that communication with you then it's harder because I have to you know I have to go through levels of like hey are you there you don't reply I call you you don't pick up then it's like that 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 creates a delay in communication so I think it depends on 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 yeah the nature of the business but also the nature of your role because I understand that some people who may be crunching numbers right and working with Excel sheets the entire day they are pr- more productive at home because there's less distraction there's less people who are getting up in their grill and yep. they technically don't need to report to anybody until the task is done mm. For our nature of work, maybe for people like even like Jeremy, like there is there are moments where Jeremy is like, guys, I'm gonna mute myself, I'm gonna go off. I need to edit this and get it done, right? But then there are also moments where he'd be like, Me, you, there's uh there's some let's, we need to jump onto a discussion to talk about something. And and I feel like if anything, blank slate has been uh, I'm very proud to say that we've been able to keep that um working communication alive yeah. and healthy this past uh, year. 
uh, just just being online on Discord to make sure everyone's like kind of like online and sync together. Um, I agree with what Rene said about how this new age um, articles and stuff are like saying that oh the the work from home is the new way forward or these four day four day work days are most efficient. I I there are companies who implement that and it works. And if it works for you, then congratulations, you know, keep that yeah. up. But I don't think you can use that as a blanket statement or a, 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 a case to be made for everyone because it doesn't work like that. Um, mm. and, 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 and at the end of the day, it's, it, it really boils down to what you're trying to achieve. Lah, huh? yeah. Can I, yeah. can I ask you to, uh, mm. Mingyu and Minghan as right. bosses and you're renting, uh, you know, a physical space, you're paying rent. Right. How, 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 how does that work, right? If people want to work from home, do you want to downsize to a smaller office? Because the space is being paid for no matter what. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. How great, does that work out for you? Great question. Because right before the MCO <laughs> happened, uh, we freaking actually got another place on top of our place, you know? Oh, no. So and it we was signed actually, three months. Eh? It was actually... So we signed a, two years, we paid three months. Yeah, it was actually a very swift... And I'm very glad we took the, the choice to to cut it off immediately, even though the deposit was like burned halfway or something like that, right? Um, but at the end of the day, um, we are still investing into space, whether we like it or not. Uh, as, as a production company and as an agency, space to keep and space to create, a safe space to create stuff within a confines of a studio is very important, right? We did bite the bullet. Uh, thank God we have a very chillax landlord, Okay. <laughs> Chillax to the point where sometimes he literally forgets to collect rent from us. Um, <laughs> he, he's really cool. For like four months. Eh. <laughs> yeah. He just, I love him so he much. Just, he, he forgets it to a point where the, the, the building people will be like, uh, your landlord haven't paid us rent. Huh? Where? And we're like, huh? <laughs> like, uh, okay, okay, we'll let him know. We'll let him know. Hold on. You know? So, I, I do think that we did a very, very quick choice. We actually, we actually downsized insanely a lot before, before MCO, right? Because we were supposed to expand, we cut it off, we revamped the studio, and we, we built the studio in mind with, we are going to expand the team. Huh? So technically, if the full team now were, were, were to go back in the studio, right? it'd be too damn full. It'd be really <laughs> too damn full. Mm. Um, we downsized to a part where, uh, to a part where um, we only want to prioritize like the editors. We want to prioritize the people who need to be in studio all the time. In case, and this was MCO one before it went to shit, right? So, so technically, we did bite the bullet, lah. We are still renting a space because I feel that it will be a lot of trouble, like undoing all of this, more trouble than than keeping up with it. I mean, you, what do you think about our space? Do you think we're going to continue building this? Like, I feel like if things go back to normal, we might need to expand again. Like, like, like that's a yeah, that's a probably, conundrum. I that mean, we have. with 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 the idea of the endemic, right? Like becoming a norm, like just kind of like. Like coming to coming to grips with 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 fear and also maybe just that courage to move on into what this new season of life is looking like and and, and I guess yeah. maybe this is where we can start start wrapping up right. I think that it's worth considering these plans again because if we're looking at at COVID as becoming the 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 dengue fever of the twenty twenty three year onwards, right? We need to figure out what the initial plan was and where we are today. Of course, like Rindy said, we had to 
um, change a lot the business of how we run business, how we do things today. Um, and maybe that's also something to consider because if if we realize that maybe some of these guys, some of the people, some of the team work better at home and they don't need to be in the studio space, that's fine. I don't think we need to do that. But of course, you know, every once in a while, there's going to be a big town hall or someone's birthday and everyone comes together and then, oh, wow, cluster number four, right? Um, yep. <laughs> there's there's so much to consider and and I think that it's okay not having the answers now. I, I, I think just like the children, right? You want to wait out before you make any big decisions. Yeah. Um, in, even in the next two years, to be honest. So, so like just how, j- just as how like you're maybe thinking about whether you want to send your kids into physical school next year to just wait out and see what things yep. are going to play out to be. I think businesses need to maybe adopt that mindset, but not to do it and wait for an ultimatum answer. There's not, nobody's going to issue like a statement and be like, this is how things are going to work. No, yep. like look at, look at strangers, right? Strangers of 47, they, they didn't wait for like the government to come and be like, okay, do this and this and this. Use These guys, did, yeah, they did it on their own. <laughs> and then people use that as like, this is the gold standard. Everyone yeah. needs to follow this. And I think if you're an entrepreneur, if you are someone who wants to see yourself succeed, right? That is the differentiation in mindset between waiting for a proper SOP guide to yeah. come up and doing something with the limited resources and knowledge that is available to you. So, yeah. I think Rani can can wrap this up. I Rani, mean, Rani, what do you think about if, that? If you're, if you're playing for more space, Rani, I mean, if you want to share a warehouse, you know, so we can make a kitchen studio hey. together, uh, we provide all your content and you just cook lunch for us and dinner where we need to have like, you know, big bag. Like, why not? <laughs> no one's ever done it in Malaysia, right? A, a, a creative team and a F&B in one place. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, why not? Anyway, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> Well, number one, I don't dare put us on the world stage and say, hey, look, let's, let's compare to other countries. Malaysia is fairly unique uh, to, to how we react to things. Number yeah. one, we have a very forgetful country. Yeah. Uh, we, have to, we have to remember that we have a very forgetful country, meaning that people um, can revert to their old ways very uh, fast. Very, fast. Yeah. very, very fast. Uh, but of course, I, I believe that you know, the mask wearing, the sanitization will still be a thing. Uh, yeah. That won't go away so soon. And I think that's important. Uh, but in terms of economy, as long as people are allowed to, they will go for it. Whether it's traveling, yep. Yep. whether it is going to cinema, dining yep. in, people will go for it. Um, and the other thing is that's that we also live in a generation where there is something called uh, the FOMO effect, right? Um, as much as people are saying, hey, don't go out, don't go out, don't go out. But once you start looking at your Facebook and your Instagram and you see your friends enjoying their life, Tell me you're not. I so go out. I so go out. <laughs> yeah. Tell me you're not gonna be tempted yeah. and say, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna go out this one yeah. time. And honestly, I don't know. You guys have dined out yet? I haven't dined out in a long time. But two weeks ago, I went to Grub. You guys are familiar with uh, Hong Kong Grub, right? Oh, I had and I've tapped out his food before at home, and I thought, okay, not bad. I heated up this and that. But when you eat fresh food cooked from different the restaurant, it, the guy yeah. that that uh, drank the uh, I I don't know teh tarik. Uh, you know, and he cried. Oh, and he cried. Yeah. I had the same experience with my steak. Okay. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, and man. and once you get that taste, you know, you wanna you wanna keep having more of that. And yeah. to be honest, after two, uh, you know, that first steak that I had, I've been out another two two or three more times. But of course, in 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 um, a very selective, uh, you know, places. But that is what's gonna happen. As much as we want to be safe, um, we also want to enjoy life. I think we Malaysians are a bunch that knows our food, that loves our food. Uh, that wants to go on holiday, that wants to enjoy the better things in life. And we've been suffering for quite a while. Yeah. And, you know, people want to come out. So the Sungai Pisang people, you know, we're, we're coming back to them. I do not blame them. Did they make bad choices? Probably. Uh, but 
again the urge the urge is there and this yeah, is due yeah. to again due to questionable governance uh, that caused people to be cooped up for too long uh, and now they just want out so yeah. it's a price mm. we have to pay but the desire to be out is there and I think um, 2022 will be a a year to thrive I honestly yeah. believe that so everyone so, moving yeah. forward man uh, again before we end the episode everyone moving forward I think the best thing we can take take away from today's episode is yo if SOPs fail use your brains lah, guys okay it, it, it's it's guys it's, it's basic survival instinct at this point right if it's dangerous don't go got a hole don't walk you know got things falling down don't stand under you know go medicine take medicine that kind of thing right it's, it's like 1 plus 1 equals 5 guys please mm. you can just right. go there show up and do what you need to do go back the advice for everyone going into COVID-19 as an endemic right now is guys don't let your guard down Please, it's still it's still a danger to those who are susceptible to it. Okay, it doesn't mean that you're safe. Everyone is safe. It doesn't mean that you feel it's safe to go. Everyone should be going as well. Like like Rony succinctly wrapped it up. Sungai Pisang, one Pisang wanted to go is fine. Every Pisang wanted to go is their own right. But after that, they never clean up with what they did there, guys. That that what sets that's that's what makes the difference, right? It's being not just. Uh, conscious towards your own rights and your own safety is also being conscious to everyone's rights and everyone's safety. Your Love rights that. do not, your rights don't override someone else's. You know, you're not yeah. more important than anyone's, anyone else's life. Yeah. Well so said, well said. Yeah, I mean, your pisang not more important than someone else's pisang. <laughs> yes, your pisang is not pisang emas. Huh? Yeah. But it can be longer. It can be longer, okay, not a problem. Uh, before we, we run the deep end, Mio, what's the song recommendation for this week? This week's song of the week is a song written by two of my very good friends in Singapore, by Zari and Charlie Lim. Oh. This one's called Breathing City. And I think it's such a great, great reminder for us to remember that everything that you're doing today oh. is actually part of a community, right? So if you're wondering of like whether you're actually helping, just listen to this and be reminded that you are. So that's Breathing City. I love this song so much. Love it. But if you guys want to get caught up with all the latest podcast episodes, check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find us at Tabletop Podcast or on YouTube at The Takeaway Table. Please. And hopefully you will also be able to see Rani a little bit more in some of the content that's coming up and rolling out in the next few months. If you guys want to get caught up with all uh. the shenanigans that happens on the Discord community as well, we are available on Discord. Like I said, discord.gg slash The Takeaway Table. That's discord.gg slash The Takeaway table and that is yeah. so, it's a wild ride there. so if you're bored if, at home yeah. uh, and want to make new friends that's the the best place to hang out so we're there but other than that thank you so much Randy for being on the podcast today with us, us I know. love today's episode there's so much insight so I mean, many things that we can kind of like pre yeah pre-prepare that's not even preparing it's pre-preparing pre ourselves uh, before we start venturing out and being a bit more sociable uh, in, in, in the endemic stage of life. But thank you so much, Randy, for spending your afternoon with us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, guys, Let us know, guys. Us, if you guys see in the future uh, uh, a warehouse of Burger Lab TMT or Rennie TMT, I mean, come That's on. Right. Come on. Let's make and, it happen. Uh, guys. We're going to let... What, what's, send us off with some words of uh, wisdom, sweet but. wisdom, Jeremy. Well, I guess, honestly, <laughs> it's... The one thing I took away from the whole whole episode was it's all on your own pace. Yep. It's all every, of uh, pace. Kita jaga kita. On my own pace. Oh, no, pace, no. pace. 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 Good pace. lord. I heard all my it's own kita pace. Jaga okay. kita. It's kita jaga kita. That's the first yeah. one. Yeah, we take care of each yeah. other and also it's everyone has their own pace. Yeah. 
it, you're on your own you're on your own journey you're also That's responsible so you're also be responsible so if you feel like you want to go out no one's going to stop you you can head out to dine in if you wanted to if you have the proper like uh vaccination yeah. for the vaccination yeah. and all those kind of stuff but you also have to be mindful of other people right. don't go and <coughs> next to the person oh, who's dining in next oh, to you i love that thanks jeremy <laughs> okay sorry thanks everybody <laughs> Thank we you. will see you guys in the next episode Please. of the podcast until then stay safe and take care oh. kisses and a big hug from all of us to you. Please. See you guys.